everybody to this very very special quarantine edition of maxology i'm here as always alongside brian penzak brian how you doing how you been my man dude i have been quarantined like i mean i've personally been having a good time but like it's it's quarantine we're all stuck in our houses yep that that is fair brian (laughs) i missed i missed you man i missed you too max like even though we talked a couple days ago like i still like there's no like physical like there's all this distance it, it's i miss you man it this sucks. is like it's like one of those yeah. like sci-fi movies where this is just like maybe like how the world's gonna end up maybe not not saying like the whole virus but everything like since we're able to be remote all of a sudden like we're, we this is like saying like all right like if everything else fails at least we know how to do this now hey man computers are doing some pretty amazing shit while well, i'll be able to live inside of one and like 10, 20 years, probably. I'd give, like, if even. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how, how long that's going to take, but I don't think it'll take that long. Yeah. No, I, I'm not I'm not taking that pill. I'm going to die in this reality. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. No, uh, to catch everybody up, I mean, so before coronavirus BC, uh, we were essentially. <laughs> is, that what, is that what BC is now? Before yeah, corona? Yeah, yeah. Dude, the before <laughs> times, man. Yeah. No, but we were we were doing the podcast weekly, and it was a lot of fun, and we got a lot of listeners, and we're really, really glad. I know Brian is excited. Brian actually was the one who was like, Max, we got to do this. We got to do the podcast. We got to bring it back. And then as soon as other people told me, Max, bring it back, I was like, okay, let's bring it back. Let's do it. Let's do a whole special edition, because realistically, like if we can give people 30 minutes or longer just to relax over quarantine, like that'll be something fun for both of us. For sure, for sure. So I wanted to start with this, everybody. So I, we're not going to really dive too deep into the you know, coronavirus pandemic too much in terms of like what it is and like what's going on. But I wanted to, you know, kind of like negate that. And for, this is, I think, a good topic starter. All right. So for everybody that doesn't know, Brian, JMU student, philosophy major, first started actually as a business guy, then turned to philosophy. And now you're doing something different, Brian. What are, what are you doing right now? Yeah, so um, I'm just going to be your local uh, friendly college dropout. But basically, I'm dropping out as of now to join a rock band, which even as I say, it sounds preposterous, but like follow your dreams, I guess. That's all I got to say. So like, wait, wait, is it true that you found it on like a Craigslist ad and you're like, you know what? What the hell? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, so long story short, you know, this whole pandemic thing's kind of happening. Like the world's shut down. My views on college and most things is it's largely just a cultural thing rather than, I I don't want to say useful because like people do get a lot of good things out of it. But like, for me, it's just, I don't really want to pursue that path. And anyway, so I'm sitting in quarantine just thinking like, fuck it. I just want to, I just want to play music. And then I was thinking about that for weeks. And one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to look on Craigslist and see what's up. So I look on Craigslist and 
there was this ad there that says like, yeah, we've been like, we're a band. We've been around for about 13 years. We've had a couple songs go top 40. I'm just like, why are they posting on Craigslist? But like, I'll send them an email. Let's see what happens. Like, well, we'll see how it goes. Like, anyway, so I sent them an email, um, do an audition and I end up joining this band and apparently like they had a bunch of gigs set up and they go on tour a couple times a year, but, uh, it's called the job and it's like, uh, <laughs> that's so <yeah>. ironic. <laughs> that's the most yeah, ironic name I've ever heard of. No. So I know it was cause I emailed one of my, uh, advisors or something yeah with my advisor and yeah whatever like, oh, you call congrats. those yeah yeah no i was like hey this is my plan for next year she's like oh congrats on your full-time job those are hard to come by and i'm just sitting there thinking, <laughs> like um thanks full-time job i mean like yes technically but also <laughs> i think our heads are in two different places you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah no that's fair anyway so i'm just i'm just gonna go run off try to live the dream we'll see how it how it goes i think it'll be all right no i think so too i think listen worst case scenario you just come back you know <laughs> exactly exactly but like here's the thing i'm gonna avoid that at all costs i'm gonna make this work somehow this is good work. <laughs> i don't know if i'm gonna do it something will work out that's what i keep telling myself oh my gosh yeah you know it kind of puts in perspective brian like what the hell else is on craigslist these days the rock band isn't as crazy as you think okay because uh <laughs> this is interesting essentially like there's a a website where you can go to and it says the most ridiculous craigslist ads of all times uh-huh and 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 essentially one of the things on there is a human hamster wheel so okay, i guess i guess take your odd. pick you know do you apply for a rock band or do you you know buy a human hamster wheel Okay, look, look, at first, because I was on Craigslist, my parents thought it was a little weird, but, like, once I actually did the research, like, met with them, did the interview, did the audition, like, they're a solid group of guys, like, they have their shit together. All right, they're not blowing smoke? No, no, like, they've done, like, over 230 shows, like, put out a press release and stuff. I was like, what? I'm I'm on a press release? This is just... This is life, I guess, you know? (laughs) Like, that's, 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 that's the only thing I can think is, like, wow, life's interesting. No, that's true. And speaking of human hamster wheel, I guess not a bad quarantine activity, but regardless, I, I wanted to bring up some things that people can do to pass by the time in quarantine. You know, number one, you know, other than video games and like other than like board games and puzzles, you know, listen, oh, puzzle oh, wait, till you wait, die. I need, no, like, I need to talk. I need to talk about video games real quick. Okay, go ahead. This. Okay. I, I assume you're familiar with Red Dead Redemption 2. I am, but tell, tell the people what it is. Okay. Well, basically it's like a cowboy game shoot guns and you go yeehaw and you steal horses. It doesn't matter. It, that's <laughs> irrelevant. It's irrelevant towards the point that I'm making. Okay, gotcha. The year is 2020. Okay, that's where we're living at right now. And at like 1 or 2 a.m. a few days ago, I was sitting on my couch playing Red Dead Redemption 2, playing a mission where you're literally like scooping shit. And I was just thinking to myself <laughs> like, I like it just it was just this weird like it just launched me on this whole existential thing it's like it's like a hundred years ago people were like going around and they had to like not a hundred years ago I don't know at some point like relatively recent history like people were like farming and now I'm sitting on my couch shoveling simulated shit in a mission where you it's after the story ends like after all the the cowboy shooty stuff happens where you're like i'm gonna be a rancher now and live a different life that is how realistic video games have gotten to where they will simulate 
scooping shit to get away from the cowboy lifestyle. And like, this to me was just this, it was, it was this insane concept, but like, here I am sitting here on my couch, scooping simulated shit. Listen, listen, Venus, like, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Uh, it really does put in perspective how lazy people are these days. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Not that we have anything better to do in quarantine. But like, like, honestly, if somebody was like, if somebody, if there was like firewood that needed to be chopped, I wouldn't mind doing it. Like I've done it before. It's kind of fun. You swing an ax and like it goes and then it falls in half, but like, there's just nothing to do. Listen, Brian, I, I don't, I don't want to steer this into the wrong direction here, but it could be a lot worse. You could be doing that in real life. life. That's true. That's true. All right. So folks, maybe not, you know, you know, just virtually do that as one of your quarantine activities. But I will say a quarantine activity that I've come to like is Twister. The game Twister. All right, here's why. It's essentially a real-life card game or a cardboard game. Okay, here's what I mean. So you have this map. All right, everybody knows what Twister. I'm not going to explain Twister. It gets you moving. It gets you out of bed. You're doing essentially yoga on a mat, realistically. I mean, you know, depending upon the position you're doing, you're already doing a downward dog if you got blue hand on right hand on blue, left foot on red. But you know, Twister is something just to keep your juices flowing. Arguably one of the best childhood games I've ever played. You know, you play that with like five other people and all of a sudden you become like a human knot. Yeah, every time I was like, my, my family used to play that sometimes and I would just kind of watch because I was like, I don't want to like be in a, you know, in a pile. <laughs> right. No, it definitely gets bad. As soon as this all falls down. Like, no, as soon as it ends, it gets pretty bad. Another Another activity that people might, enjoy other than like like keep in mind you know go outside walk you know like enjoy the fresh air especially if it's nicer out it would be a lot worse right now if quarantine was in the winter i mean that would be rough you know at least we like can wake up sunlight it feels nice outside you know get some sun if we need to uh but you know another activity that's that's really easy just to pass the time is cooking that i've noticed just cooking food becoming a chef you know i have been cooking a lot of food and like it we really learned, we learned how to make chinese food actually like, that's what I'm saying. You could essentially become, like, this cultural chef phenomenon by the time quarantine ends just by Googling these recipes. So you, you didn't have any time before this, and now all of a sudden you have more time than you're capable of having. But I wanted to yeah. get – so that's two activities. Do you have any activities that you've been doing, Brian? Um, let me think. I mean, I've, I've just been doing a lot of music stuff, honestly. That's fair because you're joining a band. I would, I, would expect, yeah. I would expect that. Yeah. Got to get moving on that. I'm excited about that. Or like I started like sometimes I, I it's like I'll just start like walking differently with like a little bit of a like a shoulder thing you know like the what's that cartoon with like you know like how they would walk in like eighties TV shows go like hello honey that kind of walk <laughs> yeah 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 I'll just do that around the house sometimes like I found that like it, rather than like trying to do specific activities if you can just make your normal state of existing more interesting things are just more fun right yeah i get that so those are some activities for you to do you can you can walk funny you can twister you can cook something else i wanted to bring to your attention brian that you may or may not have noticed but i've definitely noticed it so are we probably been i've been sleeping a lot more you know oh yeah my sleep schedule's super messed up and with that comes a lot more dreams that i remember 
We had a podcast on dreams. My dreams have been getting wild recently. That's what I'm saying. And I think it's a, it's a phenomenon. I think like, I've been doing some research here and there's plenty of articles from like psychologists and people who study dreams that like essentially it's because we've been sleeping so much more that we remember so, so much more dreams because it's all we have to essentially think about. It's yeah, like, no, if you don't have, um, in a waking conscious state, like you have like a specific set of things that you have to go about doing each day just because like you're conditioned to that's but like you know you're conditioned to have like a an ego by external realities like and have certain things that you're used to doing but like when you're stripped of what you have to do and put in a situation like quarantine or isolation or like whatever you call it um your imagination plays a lot bigger of a role in your day-to-day life and especially if you have nothing to do but sit around and dream like that should go wild places, dude. I I had this weird dream a few nights ago. It was like it was like Egypt, but a thousand years in the future or something. Everything was like neon. One of the pyramids was like upside down, shooting this like neon bright green light into the sky. And then I woke up. I was like, "What the hell was that?" Just, I don't know why I remember it because it was such a strange thing. But like, there's no reason to me for me to be thinking about that. But it's just like. I guess that's somewhere buried in my psyche, you know? Yeah, no, I understand that. Yeah, I've had some crazy recollections, like whether it was really good or really positive. Sometimes when I get in my dreams, Brian, like for example, I was in a carnival the other dream and I can't even say the other day. You know, I have to say the other dream. The other dream, yeah, no. There's no concept of time with dreams. It's just like, it's like one second you're in, I don't know, Hawaii. And then like the next second you're on Mars talking to, we probably dream different things. That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> we probably dream different things. But as soon as I got to the carnival, I was doing the rides, I was playing the games, and as soon as I got to have some cotton candy, Brian, I woke up. How unfortunate uh, is that? Ah, uh, is that the worst? I was so excited. Ever, uh, yeah. Do you ever have lucid dreams? I've only had a few, not recently, because I, there's a certain way to like control that where you can like figure out yeah. how to like be in your dream and like control everything that happens and essentially have a superpower. But I've only had that like a few times. See, well, when I was younger. I, yeah, I um, I'll have them on accident every now and then. Like, I'll be like asleep and then I'll realize like, oh, I'm asleep right now. I can fly, and then I'll just start doing whatever. But like the people who get really into that, like think about it and stuff, and it's just. I don't want to have to be focusing on being asleep when I'm awake. You know, when I'm awake, I want to focus on being awake. And when I'm asleep, I want to not focus on anything. You know, I don't want to have to like, I don't know. I I, like trying to take control over that. Like good on you if you can. And I just don't want to put the energy into that. But at the few times it's like happened by accident. It's been pretty cool. No. Yeah. I, I completely get that. Uh, another thing that I was looking at is like when I go on like social media, I'll look at all these people doing different things and the social distancing thing, Brian, all right, six feet might not be a perfect distance, but what I will say is the beaches opening up and all these places opening up. Like it's one thing to be with your friends and you know, they don't have the virus, but it's another thing to be with your friends surrounded by other groups of people surrounded by more people. I mean, you're not going to be able to control that at all. You know? Yeah, for me, as soon as this started happening, my thought process was like, all right, there's this virus. It's a pandemic. 
it's going to kill a lot of people. And for a while, people are going to be freaking out. And then eventually people are just going to be like, you know what, we're just going to live with it. And then eventually it'll just go away. And there will be a lot of, uh, you know, stuff in the middle where people are like, what do we have to do to control this? What do we have to do to be safe? And it's like, it's a pandemic. A lot of us are kind of fucked and that sucks. But like people are not going to stay in their houses forever. And it's just like people go stir crazy. Right, exactly. And honestly, I think that people are, are still just like not doing what they realistically should be doing. Listen, I'm all for getting out of your comfort zone, but realistically, if there's a second wave, it's just going to keep tr- – it's going to be a cycle. And realistically, until we get a vaccine, until we get more tests, it's just going to be a complete cycle. And I, and I was wary about this topic, but I think it's worth mentioning – School coming back next semester in person versus online is a big topic right now, and it probably will be a big topic up until it's really confirmed whether we're doing it or not. But it's keep in mind, this is all speculation-based, and we don't have any concrete evidence to show that we will go back versus us being online. But what I want to say is, if we do go back, let's just say it's all in person, we put 20,000 people back at JMU, and, in a, and that's considering the fact that we would have to get tested and make sure that everybody was negative in the virus. As soon as a couple people get it, Brian, the whole school gets it. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, I'm not saying this is the right move necessarily, but I, one of the Norwegian countries or Sweden or Denmark, or I feel like I should probably know, but I don't know which one. Um, they were just like, screw it. We're just going to open things up. We're just going to do herd immunity and see what ha- happens. And I'm not sure how that panned out for them, but they're getting it all out of the way at once. And we're going to be, you know, trying to control everything. And then two people will get it and I'll just blow up again. Like it just seems like delaying the inevitable to me, but you know. Hey, hey it doesn't matter for you. You're going to be rocking out anyways, releasing songs. Yeah. That's that's the goal. I mean, we I still got to practice to do that. And while quarantine is happening, that's a little bit of a challenge. But I think uh, you know we're doing this thing over Zoom. Isn't uh, that kind of you know you know like practice? I want to do it in person. Hopefully that'll come soon. But it might be online for a little while. But that's what I'm saying, though, Brian. You know, okay. So if you're a musician, you have to practice music. If you're an athlete, you have to practice whatever sport you're doing. If you're a student, you have to you know study. Studying is essentially you know your form of practice for whatever like subject. For you know, coronavirus spreading, our practice is quarantine essentially, dude. I, okay, I was thinking about it, and right now, the only thing you need to do to be a good citizen is literally nothing. And that for me is like, I can do that so well. I've been training for this my entire life. Like, oh, nothing I is think my that's forte. a fair point. I think, I think the point of for the people who like are usually, you know, a little bit, you know, on the introverted side and they like being with themselves and doing things independently, that this is sort of their, you know, a great scenario for them. On the flip side, you know, for the people who need to be around people, have fun, mm-hmm. like essentially just, you know, have interaction with other humans socially. Yeah. This is pretty bad, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I definitely need a balance like if I'm by myself for too long, it's just like boring, I guess. Um, 
But if I'm constantly around other people, then it's just like, I feel like I start to go a little crazy, you know? No, I understand. If you don't have any time to yourself, it's just like you, you lose your, right. um, You become essentially, you essentially, you become essentially everybody like you're what everybody else, what you think everybody else views you as. Yeah. There's this concept that I learned in sociology called the looking glass self It's essentially people who are in my sociology class listening will appreciate this actually, but it's essentially you view yourself how others view you is like the first phase and then you have mm. to accept that. And then the last phase of the looking glass self is essentially viewing how you think other people view you as. So let's say people view you as X and you don't realize that. Well, mm. then you're like, okay, like you don't know if that's true or not. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, all right, let's just say what I think that you're like. I, I, let's say I think Brian, like, I, let's say I think you think Max is just like a nice goofball, right? Uh, me accepting that, but then me realizing that's what you actually mean, I would essentially just think to myself, oh, I'm probably a nice goofball, you know? Oh, see, I don't know. I've thought enough about how thoughts play into your perception of self. Like, I don't think people are anything in particular. To, to a big extent, we're all just kind of actors. You know, you get information in your brain, it goes and you go through phases like there is no. That's actually true, because in every situation, you act differently. Realistically, like realistically, in every situation, you're going to act like a different self. Yeah. Like you got to like for real, like at one point, my dad was a five year old. Now he's a 53 year old man with three children. Like he's the same guy, but like two totally different scenarios. Like the self just changes. Right. And I think it's probably for the best. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah. Like I think adapting in your environment and like gaining meaningful experience and then how you actually signify meaning to what happened is super important. I mean, there's so many, like if I, let's say I had no experiences, like what if I just like woke up a 21 year old? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Like life would be so different for me. Like it would actually probably not even work because I'd essentially be be a baby with a 21 year old body. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You've seen the way babies look at the world. Like they, they look around and it's like amazing to them. They're amazed, right. but they're also, they have no idea what's going on. And I thought about this, Brian. I yeah. think that when we go to places and we're like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like if you go to like, let's say you've never been to Niagara Falls and you think it's the best thing ever. You've never even see a picture of Niagara Falls. Let's just say that you've never seen a picture of Niagara Falls and you go uh, to Niagara Falls and you're like, Holy smokes. This is amazing. That first experience is comparable to like those first experiences that you've had like throughout your childhood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I think that that as we like grow older and new things still happen, it's, I think that the mm-hmm. best part of that like the whole entire topic is like we are still able, you know, thank gosh, that we're still able to essentially be like, wow, this is really cool. And, you know, and like have that feeling because if we can never have that Mm. feeling, that's not a fun life. You know, I've watched so many movies during quarantine. Like, I feel like all of them are honestly like mostly the same. Oh yeah. No, most, most, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the hero's journey, but it's basically this idea that like every movie follows the same basic plot that goes around in a clock. Like just like you start the status quo, then there's all this, Meet the wise man, you go around, there's like some trials and shit here, then you get back to status quo, but you've gained some kind of understanding or knowledge. And um, that's pretty much every movie, any story, uh, even even life in a lot of ways is, it reflects that. We all just kind of do that constantly, like in different ways, obviously. But, uh, you know. 
the best part about Marvel and like the Avengers is how like Infinity War the villain actually won. Because in like the, like really? Thanos when Thanos killed half the universe, he's, that was him winning. So no, I mean, they made they made another. No, one they now. did make, but for the time being, like for that two year span, or I guess it was one year. For that span of time, Thanos was essentially, you know, he won. And you knew that they had to figure out a way. But that moment in theaters when you're like, oh, my gosh, they did it. Like, Thanos Uh did it. It was like, it was, no other movie does that. You know, it's not like Uh you have, like, them Iron Man losing. That just doesn't happen, even though he died later. But, like, regardless. But, like, in, in most movies... You had the superhero winning. And when that happened, I was like, holy cow, this is different. This is awesome. But in most of these other movies, whether it's a romantic comedy or an action thriller or a horror movie, there's always someone starting out that like you meet and then either A, they become the bad guy in the end, or B, they beat up a bad guy in the end and win. Yeah, that's because it's a movie. Right, right. Yeah, well, (laughs) fair. Fair enough. But unfortunately, or not, I don't know, you could say this is unfortunate or fortunate, like what you watch and perceive kind of reflects on what you do in real life in a lot of ways. So if you're constantly watching movies where the bad guy's winning, you'd be like, well, fuck it, I'm just going to be the bad guy. But if you're constantly watching movies where the good guy's winning, you should, you, should, you know, there's a part of your brain that's going to be like, I should, I should be a good guy. So we can't have too many of those Thanos movies, or maybe we can, I don't know. True, because then everybody would just, every, I mean, everybody would just expect that as the norm. Exactly. Like, you don't want everybody running around stabbing each other in the back. But it is interesting, like, how many, um, how many movies nowadays, like, they'll try to, like, Wicked, that's not a movie, it's a play, but, like, it shows the, uh, the, what's that movie called? Why do I not know this? It's like a, is it about icon. a, like Wizard a, Wizard like, of Oz. Yeah, it's yeah. the Wizard of Oz. Pretty much. It shows the Wizard of Oz from, like, the witch's perspective. And like it shows her just getting screwed over and why she became bad. And then you're like, oh, well, now I don't feel so bad for the witch. But I don't no. know. We don't have to get into a whole discussion about morality because honestly, it goes nowhere. But no, yeah, fair. But but listen, like I and I wanted to finish up the conversation on this note about that how that essentially applies in there's gonna be a movie on COVID. There's gonna be a whole probably documentary on what life was like, you know, hundred years in the future. Uh, people in history classes will probably be learning about this. Like the whole entire will be like, what happened? In fact, I guarantee you, like there's going to be like some crazy, crazy, like way to explain this whole thing. And there's going to be like, a, like how this started, why it should have been stopped in the beginning. And that we don't know right now. And we'll figure it out later on. And then we'll be looking back and like, wow, that whole thing could have really been avoided like this. Like only good news though, is that we'll know how to stop it in the future. Realistically, I, I really do think that the way to stop it was as soon as you know that there's a possible virus spreading that you don't have a treatment for, you got to just go on a full lockdown. We just we did it too late, unfortunately. Um, we're, you know, and that's such as life. You do something too late, you can't get it back. So I guess in that system right now, even though time is relative in quarantine and will low-key always be relative, it was we should have yeah, i don't know i don't know how i feel about time man. we should have really we sure should have real or not we should have started it stopped it earlier though Venus. okay we should have if we stopped it earlier you could have for all for all you know you could have been uh rocking out right now you know well i still would have been at jmu i wouldn't have looked on craigslist fair enough okay so maybe are you believing that everything happens for a reason um so okay here's here's my take on it 
everybody I, like pull pull your seatbelt a little tighter if you have one on. What okay. Um I think if you believe that everything happens for a reason, that belief will be confirmed over and over again. And if you believe that nothing happens for any reason, that belief will be confirmed over and over again based on what information your mind picks out of the world. So in reality, I think it's everything happens for a reason, but at the same time, nothing happens for any reason because there is no reason for anything. So I don't know. It's a double-sided coin for me, which is how yeah. I feel about most things. No, understood. I think, I think when, anytime there's a debate, there's two sides to that debate and both sides are right based on what they know. Yeah, no, that's fair. It's probably, did you like, I, I think when you flip that coin and land straight on the middle, that's where I am. Just change. Yeah, I mean, now, well, here's the thing. I like to tell myself things will work out because I want that belief confirmed over and over again, and that's just the route I'm going to take. Does that mean that's universally true? Absolutely not. No, it's fair. That's a fair point. I think everything does happen for a reason because, uh, but only if you put in what you want to get out. You know, if you put in enough right. things, I think you'll get out of it. And that's why it happened because you put in the amount of effort. Now, mm-hmm. We will never be able to know if that's true, but it's a great, you know, great faith to have. I think if everything does happen for a reason, I think that we'll be able to get out of this quarantine safe and sound uh, and and everything will be looking positive for us. Listen, America is like founded based on hardworking people that may have changed uh, that, that may have changed recently. Hmm. But what I will say is well, that we founded, though, founded. There are two histories. There's the one where a bunch of hardworking people came over to America and started a colony. And then there's another history where a bunch of people that didn't want to have their religious ideals suppressed came over and killed a bunch of natives. But like, yeah, but that's, that's, for, that's for another, another, <laughs> another podcast. True. No, that's for another podcast. That's for another podcast where we talk yeah, about like it's, how it's, why things happened. Yeah, like, I that's see, that's why I don't like to revisit history. Like either way you look at it, there's just like, Two things that are both half true all the time. Yeah, we can never, because then we were never there. Who knows? Hey, listen, listen. Once we create, you know, time traveling, Brian, we'll be able to do that. Let's not. Let's not do that. (laughs) There's, I mean, honestly, that would just cause so many problems. Well, that would cause so many problems for whoever's time traveling. Maybe it would just leave everything else unaffected. But like whoever's time traveling, here's what would happen. You'd be like, you're like, I don't like Nazis. I'm going to go back in time and kill Hitler. And then you do that. So you go and do that. And then you go back to your time. But the world hadn't learned like, oh, genocide is bad. So a different dictator has taken over. And it's like, like just it's if we ever get to the point where we can time travel, I feel like my one rule is just like, don't fuck with time. Just it's just let it be. I trying to control so many things just ends up in a lot of ways screwing screwing us over. Very true. I I'm not I'm not saying Nazis are good. I should I should reiterate that point. <laughs> but on the same note, I would not go back in time just because it would fuck with reality. And that's not something I want to do too much. No, oh, yeah, understood. And I did want to essentially finish up this podcast. I hope everybody's doing well. Before before we wrap up, though, Brian, uh, go ahead and, and talk about the band because deservedly so, people deserve to know what you're doing. Right. Yeah, no, I just want to just do a little uh, quick little plug here for the job. Good guys. Um, so we're 
currently working on a new EP. And we've got a couple of social media accounts and Bandcamp and just look up the job and job is an acronym. So that's J.O.B stands for Jim O'Farrell band. Shout out to Jim who started it. Um, so yeah, we've got our Bandcamp, we've got a Spotify, got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, just reach out on any of those. There'll be once, once the world gets started again, there'll be tour dates, uh, gigs, booking kind of stuff reach out, listen to music, let us know what you think. That's all I got to say on that. Awesome. No, yeah, you guys should totally check him out. He, Brian is the best musician, drummer I've ever had the pleasure to meet. Uh, I appreciate that, Max, but I don't know if that's true. So with that all being said, listen, everybody, I I really hope you're staying safe. If you're washing your hands, at least shower twice as much. And, and dude, dude, that means I have to shower like, yeah, you know, once a week. I don't yeah, know. You know, I don't. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have to shower once a week. That's such a yeah, that's not true. Uh, yeah, no, I, you don't want to turn into a prune either way. But I'm glad we were able to do this podcast over quarantine. I hope everybody enjoyed it. I wanted to to just do Brian and I because we haven't been organically doing it. We might be doing it weekly again. We might do it monthly. Who knows? Let's, let's bring days. it back. Let's bring it back. Let's bring. It we'll back. see. Let's we'll see how the we'll have a how you guys feel about it if you want it weekly we can we can do that listen uh everybody please let me know how you're doing out there i do miss doing it weekly so definitely definitely gonna think of some things but for brian penzak i'm max weinswag you're always get to where you're going by walking away from where you've been i'll see you soon and thanks for tuning in max Allergy.